Hello everyone and welcome to this IACast special. My name is Michael Doeys and I'm here with Aaliyah Dudley. Hello. Jason Earls. Hello. And Allison Hartley. Hello. All right. Well, we are here for the second time in a month for Apple's uh, creative event. What do they call it? Um, I don't remember the exact phrase they used on the invite, but everybody got slightly different invites. I think they call it, there's more in the making for this event. Yeah, something like that. And uh, That was it, I think. Yeah, and this was really creative-based, and we got all kinds of cool stuff. We won't bore you with all the details. You can watch the keynote for that and other tech shows, but we wanted to give you our opinions well, on I these mean, things, but we'll, get, we'll give you some of the basics of what came you out. You could watch the keynote, but not the videos, you know, because Apple doesn't no bother to, like... <laughs> put any speech in half right. their videos or description right. or, it was things, pretty awful lovely music yeah yeah there, <laughs> there were two things i think that were missing from apple videos that i i really feel like should have been there audio description and johnny ive <laughs> oh i miss johnny so much <laughs> it's like so, i said when we were watching the keynote where's johnny <laughs> <laughs> I should be. I, I should not know that Johnny Carson reference, probably. But you know. <laughs> so first You're an old off, soul, Jason. First off, they talked about the Mac Mini, no. right? No, it was the MacBook Air. Air. Nope. It was the Air. Yeah. Air so first. the Air was the MacBook Air was redesigned, <laughs> and it has the new keyboard everybody hates. No. Except for me, because no. I haven't seen it yet. I am reserving judgment. It's and it and it also has a touch ID sensor. It also has a full retina display and a uh, T2 chip and the ability to use Hey and then Siri. So and USB-C ports. Yes. No more USB. Only USB-C. Yeah. Well, three. to be more specific, it has Thunderbolt three, which allow for even better devices than just plain USB-C. They both use the same connector, so it's kind of confusing. So. These have all new configurations, including, I believe, up to, was it 16 or 32 gigs of RAM? It 16. Was 16. 16 gigs of RAM. on the Air, I believe. And that's Or wait, no. Was it? Uh, no, you know yeah, what? 16 was the max. 16 is the max on the Air, and 32 is the max on the... On the Mini. On the Mini, wasn't it? No, the 60, or yeah. 64, yeah. Is, to 64, 64 no. is the max 64. on yeah. the Mini. 64. Yeah. So these but machines I think it was have... But These machines have gotten pretty beefy. They have good specs, and they removed the aluminum bezel around the front, and they replaced it with the glass that you expect on a retina display. Bye-bye, weird-looking rubberized, like, Yeah, I won't miss that. My Mac, thing. my Mac has a rubber piece around the, rubber, the very, yes, very but edges the, of the screen. The though. Airs had an aluminum band around the screen, yeah. so like a one-inch wide strip of aluminum oh, around the right. screen that's right so these machines are going to be pretty nice i feel like they cost a little more because i think it's only a 13 inch air now they do and, and it's a uh mm -hmm. like 11.99 yep uh, i think yes. that's the starting price i haven't i haven't maxed it out and I'm, the max out is like 1500 i think or 1600 yeah. but i'm sorry i 
I don't know. I don't know that there's a place for it. it. Apple seems to be kind of jumping back and forth between the Airs and the MacBooks. And I don't I don't know that there's really a place for this right now. It's not really a workhorse. It's not um also no more i7s and only uh dual core processors. Well, playing devil's advocate, remember that these are the eighth generation dual cores, so it's not going to be quite like the dual core CPUs we're all thinking of. And they, I, I know at yeah. least one of the configurations boosts up to what was it, three point six gigahertz? Yeah, three point six. Yeah, but dual core i five just makes me go. Eh. <sighs> yeah, it's painful. Yeah, and the, I think the one that people are excited about is the uh, is the Mac Mini. That they announced. Oh, uh, wonderful! Yes, so yes. much want, so much want. Okay, but if you're gonna let's be here, let's be real here. If you are going to spec out the Mac Mini, to the extent that, I mean that that it's it's maximum specs, just buy an iMac Pro. Forty two hundred dollars. Buy an iMac Pro. Or even the base iMac. Right, honestly. or an iMac. Yeah. Like, come on now. Well, here's well, the thing, though. Here's the thing. Some people have custom hardware. They yeah. have a 50-inch monitor that they want to use with this thing. They have a their own mouse. You know, say you're going to use this as a gaming machine with an uh, eGPU, then a Mac Mini might actually be very good for people. And up to two terabytes of space, yeah. Yeah. And up to a 10 gigabit Ethernet port yeah, if you want it, which is wow. cool for if you have fiber. Yeah. Well, it. I mean, even if you have like a fast enough, uh, a fast enough NAS, uh, NAS network storage device, even like I mean, that's really going to matter when you're transferring files to and from a you know like a, a network drive or to and from other computers, because unfortunately, mm -hmm. the internet infrastructure in the United States leaves a bit to be desired, in my opinion. But it that's does. a whole nother topic for a whole <laughs> nother show. Did but if I had this, did they redesign? Sorry. Did they redesign the Mac Mini casing? Like, did they change the form factor at all? No. Oh, I love that form factor. I love it so much. Lots of ports. Because oh, yeah. it could be portable, too. That's the thing. You could put it in a backpack and take you it could. with you. Indeed. But what I would do is I would have it on my TV stand. I would have it in an Ethernet. I would have it hardwired because my... my uh, Router's right here, and I would just use it with a with a nice Bluetooth keyboard of my of my choice, and either the speaker on it or Bluetooth headset. And but I just bought a condo and just paid a bunch for renovations, so we're not getting a Mac Mini. <laughs> well, you say that we'd probably now. Have to. <laughs> yeah, you say that now. I mean, I will. I will find a way if I can eventually, but not right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we know, know I you, Alice. Find a way if I can. And oh yes, you know what they announced today? That's interesting. Uh, all of these USB-C ports are 10 gigabit. Think about that. Think how fast that is. Yeah. Right. Isn't isn't Lightning with USB 3.1? Isn't it only like what? Is it is it two and a half or is it five? I don't actually remember. At its I'm not sure. Here. I know it's not 10. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, 
you know, we, we heard a lot about retail today. And I actually kind of want to go to some of the sessions the, today at Apple and just kind of see what it's about. And it's a good place to network and meet people. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd definitely like to go. Which our Apple store wasn't an hour away, or I, w- I would go to the one at our mall, but it's oh, wow. definitely an hour plus. <laughs> Couldn't live like that now. <laughs> no. Need Apple store. <laughs> right? I used to be in walking distance like... from it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that would have been beautiful. Ours is like It was 20... dangerous. I tell you what, it was dangerous. <laughs> Ours is like 20-something minutes away, I believe, by car. So it's it's not the worst. Well, and they they did a big push on retail, and it was nice. I'm glad they did that. And the the crowd was pumped when Angela got up there to talk about retail. Oh yeah, more so than I thought they would be. Me too, actually. Okay, I have to kind of skip ahead for a minute and mention that while the crowd was pumped, 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 and then Apple announced Face ID on the new iPad Pros, and the crowd's like, woo. <laughs> so well, I, I think it's because everybody kind of expected it. I mean, you know, at this point, the rumor mill basically confirmed that the, again, kind of moving ahead, that the iPad Pro would feature USB-C. Um, so, so I guess the next thing up is the iPad Pro, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. The fact that my current iPad Pro is no longer relevant, or somewhat relevant, yes, it's still it being it's sold. Still being sold. Hey, that's that's a step above what I expected, certainly, because um, I was waiting to hear that they they were no longer going to carry the old ones, but allow Aaliyah Durant for about five seconds. Don't take the headphone jack away from a Pro device. Done. I. Agree. I... I'm of two minds. Is and and and, and yes, um, I I think Apple actually has done this before with the when they introduced the um the the second gen 12.9 inch iPad Pros. I believe they still had the original ones for a while, didn't they? I think. I believe so. But yeah, I I I don't know. It's 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 that's it's kind of weird, but it is what it is. But anyway, getting back to the the headphone jack thing. Um, I'm kind of a two minds because, you know, having headphones like my, my, my Ambios, for instance, they can do things without needing extra batteries, for instance, that, you know, wired headphones would need batteries for like noise canceling. So in that, in, you know, in, in that sense, I can sort of understand why the headphone jack is, is going away. And if you are talking about like a musician or whatever, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're composing songs, you know, maybe they've got their own audio interface, maybe they're a podcaster with an audio interface, you know, I know that there are audio interfaces for iOS that feature their own headphone jacks, their own, their own everything, really. So, in that sense, it makes sense. Where it's kind of annoying is, you know, no longer can you, without dongles, charge your iPad and use your favorite headphones. I mean, that's something I still like about my current iPad is that I can do just that. And again, without dongles, because I'm sorry. Yeah. But Bluetooth is nice and everything, but I just the the lag, the the latency is still yeah, there. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I, I the headphone jack is a big thing, but let's actually talk about the new device. So this new iPad actually is using... uh 
what they call their liquid display, which is messy. <laughs> Liquid retina. I don't want to liquefy my retinas. <laughs> Which no. is basically the same display they use on the 10R. And the reason why right. it's actually called a liquid retina display is because the edges do curve downward. And so it gives this effect that the pixels and parts of the screen are actually curving down kind of like uh, as if you know it was liquid pouring down over the edge of the screen. And that's how it got its name. Also because it's an LCD screen, which is liquid crystal display. So they just kind of took it and it fit. So instead of LCD, now it's LRD? I guess so. But the thing is, this, this display Learned. is very, very good. It's right next to the iPhone XS OLED display. It doesn't have the deep blacks that you expect from OLED, but it does have very high contrast and a very low backlight. So it will work really well for getting giving you the best colors that you could get on that type of display. Now, what's interesting is they could have made an LED, an OLED screen. Uh, Samsung tablets use OLED, I believe. So I'm... I I think they did that because it would be very do, expensive. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can you imagine how much it would cost if they totally went OLED on that thing? Ugh. These pros have the four speakers that you expect. And interestingly, the uh, they are like they like everybody said they're keeping the 10.5 inch model of the old of the last year's generation. But they're not keeping the 12.9. In fact, this 12.9 is going to replace that. And I've heard that it's about the size of an 8 by 11 piece of paper, maybe just slightly bigger, which is interesting. Yeah, and they actually have changed the design of the speakers a little bit from what they said in the keynote, but I don't exactly understand completely what they did. I guess each speaker has its own separate woofer and tweeter now or something, I, I, I guess. It's got a woofer and two tweeters in each speaker, so it's got eight tweeters and four woofers. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to want to hear this thing play some music. Me too. The new keyboard cases that you could purchase with them start at uh, $179. Ouch! So they're expensive, but they are a front and back cover. Hallelujah. Yes. I know, right? That's what it should have been all along. Have, I wonder if they have Aaliyah. I wonder if they still have your favorite round keys. Nah. Yes, they do. Nah. They are round. Nah. No, no playback keys either. No F keys. Yeah, that makes me a little sad. That the, is one thing our but Logitech. But the real new Logitech Create. When I had an iPad, I had a Logitech Create case, and I loved that thing. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have a new one. The connector is in a different place now. I'm still kind of confused where it is. I couldn't really see. Uh, what so, the smart connector? Yes. Or the USB-C connector? Smart connector. Well, it, it what? Where else would they put it? I, I Isn't heard, it on the back? I think it is on the back somewhere. Ew. What? Also, if you have That's one of these like smart cases, where are you supposed to put the new Apple Pencil? Right. The new it's Apple the Pencil iPad. connects on uh, the upper side of the iPad when in landscape, and it charges wirelessly. Or inductively, at least. Well, that is what they call wireless charging currently. I thought... Wireless charging and inductive charging were a little bit separate no. because the induction needed magnets to happen. No, it's it's all 
even the Apple Watch uses Qi to some extent, uh, but they all use inductive uh, uh, charging to uh, to charge. It's just different ways. So you just magnet it to the side, and yep. it's just right. You can carry it around that way. That's correct. Kind of like the Surface. Well, that's cool for making for being able to transport it. You don't have to have a little pocket anymore, right? In your case. So it's really nice what they're what they've done with this iPad. Now let's talk about the specs. It has an A12x chip uh, for its processor. There are so many cores on this chip. There's cores for neural networks, cores for actual CPU, and then I believe seven GPU cores. Yeah, there's. There's seven GPU cores, eight uh, CPU cores for high performance, for low performance. They can be used in conjunction, which was not the case of the last generation iPad Pro. They could they could only use one set at a time, um, and so that's like what fifteen cores right there alone. And then the eight neural cores. Yeah, and the eight neural cores. It's a lot of cores. So. They they boasted that this iPad Pro is faster than 92% of mobile computers on the market, even i7s, which made me think, would this thing even be faster than my 2015 MacBook Pro? That would be crazy. Which, if that's the case, then just give us Xcode. Yeah, it, it has a nice display. It has a nice processor. I, I agree. It needs Xcode. I really think that we need Xcode on this device, but I think it won't happen until we actually get access to the file system, which may come in iOS 13. We never know. It's supposed to be a redesign, and I think that these iPads are going to be perfect for that. These new iPads have a very small bezel around the screen, I actually can barely tell what the face uh, the face ID cameras are at the top and, uh, and sp- at the. Hmm? I was just going to say, and speaking of face ID, that of course means that the iPads lack a home button. Right, there is no home button, but yes. the good thing is there is no notch. <laughs> right, there is no notch, so you will uh, be able to use the iPad the same as you always have, but you'll be able to flick up to go home. You'll be able to do your uh, gestures to go back and forth between apps, and it will be a very good experience. And it's very accessible, folks. It For those who have an iPad right now and have iOS 12, the gestures are there already. Mm-hmm. So if your home button ever breaks on your old iPad and you have iOS 12 on it, yeah, you can still use it, which is kind of cool. Yep. The only thing you won't be able to do is get to Siri unless you have a keyboard that has a home button is turn voiceover on. Well, you could use you could use hey her. Hey her. <laughs> hey her. <laughs> or but you could also, use assistive touch to a uh, Right, assistive yeah. touch. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. But you would not be able to have access to Touch ID. No. But no. Face ID is going to fix all that. It's really nice. Uh, the 11-inch iPad is the same size as the 10.5, but more screen, so hooray, and it starts at $799 for 64 gigs. What I'm very excited about is they're, they're toting that this thing has more graphics power than an Xbox One S, 
and they showed on at the event opening a Photoshop file, a PSD file, at three gigabytes and using 150 layers, which was impressive. And weren't well, I guess that was the game I was going to say. And weren't they doing it at a using the display at 120 hertz fresh refresh rate? But I guess that was a game demo. Well, the, it's always using 120 hertz refresh rate, but they are showing that it can go up to 50 to 60 FPS in a game, which is impressive for cons- uh, console quality gaming. So I think we're actually going to start seeing more of the console games come to iOS. But I have to mention this. If you get the one terabyte iPad, you're going to get a little surprise. Two more gigs of RAM? No fair. Apparently, and I don't oh know gosh. that I like that. Although, to be fair, I mean, the iPad does pretty well with what it already has, the current iPads anyway, with four gigs of RAM. But still... Yeah, I don't like that the better that the one terabyte has six gigs of RAM. I have a feeling I know why they do that though. It's to contain the file system for one terabyte. That's my guess. But I yeah, I I I guess. But wouldn't it have been I wonder how much more expensive it would have been to just give all the iPad six gigs of RAM and be done with it. Or even better, 8. I mean, we are 64-bit now, after all. Well, and I do think that the iPad does need 8 gigs of RAM, personally. And that may be one of the reasons, too, why the iPad doesn't yet have Xcode. is because the RAM may not be able to handle that kind of a program. But, you know, I still want it. Well, I think one of the things, too, that we have to realize is a Mac or PC, or any device like that, has more RAM because it's expected to have more programs open at a time. Whereas an iPad, the most you'll see open is two. Now, if they made iOS more like Android and had the ability to have services, you better believe it need, would need at least 8 gigs. Could you imagine an iOS where we, where we could have services that ran that uh, we had control over and could talk to? like as developers, that would be amazing. And it would make the iPad uh, a lot better than what it is now. Well, I wonder if that would enable you to do things like have an iOS version of Audio Hijack. I mean, I know there's Audio Bus, but, you know, for for it to work similarly to the way it does on the Mac, you know, where you can take apps like Team Talk and record them or even your, your uh, full system card feed if you wish yeah and we're getting to we actually have um apis to do that in ios the difference between the mac and ios is it's a complete walled garden and so apps are walled off from the system and from each other and so uh if developers plug into those apis like the screen recording apis and would allow for their apps to take advantage of uh you know, being able to be recorded, you actually have to enable that. So Team Talk could take advantage of that. They would have to enable it. Like you can record your screen and your audio to Zoom, believe it or not. So there are a lot of possibilities that uh, iOS did not have even two years ago. But they're adding to these things and they're making them better in ways that make a little more sense in modern tech than 
just having everything available to the user who may not know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I still really am not interested until I can do Xcode. I it's so much money to spend on a on another device that I don't need when I have this beautiful Surface Book right here in front of me that does everything I want it to do. Stop cursing on our show. <laughs> don't worry. I'll 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 like bleep it out or reverse it or something. <laughs> I won't let her say that word in our show. You kidding? Me? <laughs> not on our Apple show. <laughs> Which on on a future show, I actually have a surface tip that I will give everybody. Stop it. But uh, and Allison, I'll give you that after the show. So okay. So now the iPad is a, the iPad Pro is an amazing device, and with cellular, it'll even be better. And I'm excited to get it. I'm excited for all the possibilities and being able to. Uh, literally have shortcuts open at the same time as another app. You know, you could do that currently, but think about that. You know, being able to use shortcuts uh, in relation to other apps you have open, dragging stuff to a shortcut, it's powerful. I don't really drag and drop much on my iPad for whatever reason. I don't even use... I must be, like, breaking some sort of iPad religious code or something because I don't even really use split view and 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 I could if I wanted to I mean obviously these things work with voiceover and, and slide over but I just I just don't and I, I don't know why yeah uh you know and it's somebody said on Twitter and I think it's hilarious they said today wow I'm gonna get this great iPad that I really really want but I'm just gonna leave it uh that eventually it's just gonna sit there in a bag I think, man, you know, I think that's very true for a lot of iPads. <laughs> that's why I sold mine. It's, it's sort of true for mine, but I think that's mostly because I can't do everything on my iPad. Like, if, if, if I could, like, edit our podcast the way I would like to be able to edit on my iPad, I would totally edit it on the iPad. It's just it's there's there's more keystrokes and I am not quite ready to edit with a touchscreen yet. I I'm just not. Now, yet. let's talk about the big, big addition on this iPad, and that's USB-C. It's not a Thunderbolt three port, but it is USB-C. Now, here's where it gets interesting. This port makes this iPad into. A computer. You could plug in a USB 3.0 hub. You could plug in all kinds of devices, keyboards. You could plug in cameras. You could plug in the camera connection kit. They made a new one of those. And uh, The Verge was doing a hands-on, and I was watching it on YouTube today. And they asked Apple, what do y'all think about printers? Well, they work. They're USB-C. And even Apple has no clue, guys. Isn't that interesting? They literally told the guy, we'll find that out together. Wow. That's interesting That's so to weird. me because they built iOS. Well, I mean, maybe not the particular person that the Verge guy was working with, but Apple but keep was in a mind, company built. Keep in mind, they had to use certain driver standards for USB-C, which should interface with printers, but they don't know. This is their first iOS USB-C connector, guys. So they have not even had the time to put it through its paces. And while it does not support file systems on 
hard drives yet apps can support that so we will be seeing file browsers to support usb attached hard drives on ipad flash drives wow. now that's pretty cool yeah that's so, amazing so you know here at iaccessibility we did our our series of articles what is a computer where we take the ipad pro and compare it to a pc this is going to add a whole new dimension to that because we now can have regular USB devices on the iPad. I have a question then. What is a MacBook? <laughs> That's Aside deep, from Jason. the fact that, like, <laughs> you know, the iPad, you can't run Xcode on the iPad. <laughs> I'm just like, the whole, like, single port thing going on, the fact that the MacBook itself, as far as I know, wasn't updated at the keynote, just, just the MacBook Air's refresh, which I'm not complaining about just saying i think the macbook refresh is the new macbook i think they actually the macbooks were refreshed early early this year quietly yeah you might be right but again they have the typical parts that make it a computer the trackpad the keyboard and a port and they're ugly actually they're really not ugly they're really nice now here's one thing i do not like about this new ipad very small thing Colors. Silver and space gray. No yep. gold. Wait, really? No gold. Yeah, really. Why? Boo. And there is no 128 gig model. It's 64, 256, 512, and 1 terabyte. Also dumb. And the 1 terabyte. is really puny for 799. It is. Yeah, and I would have started that at 128. The one the jump from five twelve to one terabyte is a big several hundred dollar jump. Oh yeah. I believe the most expensive iPad Pro is around eighteen hundred dollars. Yep. There are gonna be people that are gonna have to ask themselves some questions long and hard. Hey, you can't use that iPad in your pocket either. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I I I guess you couldn't. So I'm excited about this iPad. I cannot wait to get one. And when I do, there will be an awesome Unbox cast. Oh, heck yeah. I get to touch it. Yay. But I get to unbox it. <laughs> you realize, Aaliyah, that Michael's loophole is that, yes, you could get to touch it, but since you didn't specify, you could just touch the box and he wouldn't let you touch the tablet. <laughs> no. Are you going to buy the shiny case with it? No, I'm not going to get the case. I might get the Apple Pencil, which is more expensive. It's $130 again. Oh. I did did, did not know that. Yep. But I just but don't like... But it also like, does more. I don't like Apple keyboard cases. I just don't. They're going the way of their regular keyboards where the buttons are all flat and squishy. Weird. And round. I hate them. Round yeah. and cloth and not resembling a keyboard at all. So I will wait for the Logitech variant. I bet they're already working on it. But this this iPad, you know, Apple typically builds its devices to look like other devices. The iPad Airs and the uh, Pros look like the iPod Touch. And so this iPad actually looks more like an iPhone 10 line device, which, believe it or not, do you all know where the iPhone 10 design came from? The Apple Watch. Yes. So literally... Actually, I think you told me that. You're, you're holding a uh, 
a 11 to 12.9 inch Apple Watch. Yeah, Allison, when you hold your iPhone 10, look at it compared to your 10s, compare it to your Apple Watch. It's very similar, even down to the stainless steel band going around the phone. So to me, that's very interesting. It is. So that that's just some observations. There's, I'm sure other podcasts are going to have loads more about this. We want to give our two cents. So out of all the devices today, uh, Jason, would you? which one would you buy and why? And also, which one would you buy and why? Um, honestly, that's kind of a hard question for me because while I was kind of making fun of it, I, I do genuinely think that, you know, there are definitely good things about every device that has been updated in the keynote uh, today. But if I really had to pick, I would probably say the device I wouldn't buy would be the MacBook Air. And my reasoning for that is, I mean, just the, the, the ports. I mean, yeah, my MacBook Pro has uh, just two USB-A ports, but it also has two, what are these? What are these ports? I think they're Thunderbolt 2 ports as well. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the MacBook Air just has the two Thunderbolt 3 ports, right? Yep. I thought they said it had three. Yeah, two or three. But, yes. No more SD card slots. No. Oh, yeah, that too. And I do use my SD card slot on occasion, but then again, I guess the pros don't have an SD card slot either, the new ones. No. Nope. Um, but... But yeah, it would probably be the the MacBook Air um, for me. And as far as the device I, I would buy, I don't know. Part of me wants to say the, I, the new iPad Pro. Part of me wants to say the Mac Mini. But either way, whichever device I would choose to buy, I would still have to buy even more equipment with to use in the way that I want to use them. For instance... The Mac Mini, I would need to buy a keyboard of some manner and a monitor and some sort of speakers because you guys know me. I would not be happy just using the one that's built into the machine. The iPad Pro, I would need to buy either the Apple keyboard case or the um, Logitech. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be just an updated version of the Slim Combo for the new iPad, so there'd be that expense as well. Not to mention Apple Care for these devices, which is something I would choose to buy um, just because... Again, I know me, so does my iPad, unfortunately. It has some souvenirs of, of, of me owning it. Um, <laughs> they're just little tiny dents, and, and that's really it. Apparently, they even, they're really hard to see. But, yes, those would pro that would probably be the way I would go. Um, I still you know cannot choose between the Mac Mini and the iPad, but it's, 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 it's hard. It's a hard thing to choose. All right. Aaliyah, which one would you buy? Which one wouldn't you buy? Watch. There you go with your watch again. Um, <laughs> I would buy... Ugh, honestly, I don't know. I think I'm kind of in the same place as Jason, where I would not buy the Air. I think you can get a better machine at a better price point 
for with a pro and that's just my thoughts there but I'm kind of torn as to which one I actually would buy I wish I had enough money and I'd buy them both Aha. so there Aha. I know right um but I I we forgot to mention that one of the new things about the MacBook Air was that it is supposed to be louder and sound better than its previous uh, model. And even with that, I wouldn't buy it. I just, I think Apple did a lot of work to try to convince us that the Air was dead and only sold one for a you know, while. And now they're trying to bring it back? I don't know. <laughs> just, it feels weird. And I'm not, I I would not buy it. That's just me. And um, as far, I think I would be more tempted to buy the new Mac, the, the <laughs> MacBook, new iPad Pro, even though I would need dongles for everything. I just, it's definitely the future of iPad. And it's, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, or what comes out of it. And I'd like to be, I'd like to see that. Uh, but I would definitely buy some sort of case. And I would be tempted with the Apple case. Very tempted. Because the Logitech case right now, the slim combo case kind of falls off. The keyboard falls off. And so I'd be interested to see how much better the Apple cases stay attached. Yeah, definitely. Not to mention, you know, the uh, key issues that we have had with our our cases in the past. Now, luckily, I haven't had any uh, additional key issues with this current case. But I mean, if if I do, it's it's out of warranty. So, <laughs> all right, Allison, what about you? Well, I'm going to pass on the. MacBook Air and the iPad Pro and go straight to that Mac Mini. I've always loved the form factor of the Mac Mini. I have always wanted more power in one. Um, I actually souped up my old, I think it's a 2010 Mac Mini with a 8 gigs of RAM and a terabyte SSD and that, that thing runs okay. It's got a really, really cruddy processor in it, but it runs okay. But I am loving the notion of this little baby powerhouse just kind of sitting somewhere um, doing its thing. Hashtag power, baby. That's right. <laughs> so I think I'm with all of you guys on not buying the Air. Uh, you know, the thing about the Air, I think it's a nostalgic Mac. And the reason why I say that is, and they brought it up, you know, ever since Steve Jobs took it out of that manila envelope, it kind of changed people's perspectives on a, you know, small laptop. It redefined what it was to have a netbook-sized machine when it was announced. And so I think that's why the, they don't want to kill the MacBook Air, because it's a mascot of small laptops. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it it does. I just, I don't know, it's, it's so hard because my Mac doesn't feel slow really, and it has a dual-core CPU, and the CPU in the MacBook Air is theoretically faster than the CPU that my current Mac has, even though it's not a quad-core. Right. So I don't know. And that Mac is running 8th-gen Intel uh, chips. So it's running pretty good processors, 
But for me, I think the iPad Pro. That, you know, I've always been a big fan of the iPad. I like to draw. I like to I like to learn to draw. I like to use the pencil. I like to write notes. I like to see how I could challenge myself as a low vision user of devices to better my skills. And I think a digital uh, way to do that is best on the iPad. So this will help me and others like me to improve their skills, to work on their photos, to do different things that they have not been able to do before. So I'm very excited about that. I've noticed that I'm always better at doing graphics design on a touch interface than I am with a mouse. So I'm ecstatic about this release. So plus the new speakers, plus the USB-C. We don't know what that USB-C port is capable of. We can even add things as developers. So it's up to our imagination where we can take this device. And I think that's key for me is how imaginative can a device be? You know, the MacBook Air and even the MacBook Pros, you have app development, you have GarageBand, you have those things, but you can't really put a lot of imagination into it as you can. In my opinion, on a device like the Surface or the MacBook or on the iPad Pro, because of that touch layer, that is a big thing. You know, the trackpad on the MacBook, you could rotate and do all these touch different uh, actions, but it's not like you're um, in using an interface and able to interact with an object. And I think that's where we're headed with these kind of interfaces. And I think Apple uh, is trying to focus that on their iPad lineup. So that's just my thought. So iPad Pro for me, uh, even without the headphone jack, uh, you know, I wish Apple would have uh, fixed the uh, their headphone lineup, like the Beats and the, and the EarPods to work with the new iPads. But it is what it is, and so we have to deal with it, uh, unfortunately. So uh, do you guys have any final comments before we wrap up? As you were talking, I was thinking, and honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm leaning towards the iPad Pro. And my reasoning is sort of kind of similar to yours, Michael, because you were talking about being able to interact with objects on the touchscreen and, 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 and stuff like that. And... How many times have I said that was one of the reasons why I liked my iPad? Because I can get a more spatial sense, if that makes sense, of, of, of an app's layout. And that's not something I can do as well on the Mac. Even with something like Trackpad Commander, I still feel like the iPad is a, is, is, is a better way to represent an app to my brain um, spatially than Trackpad Commander. So maybe, maybe I would, maybe I'm leaning, I think I'm leaning more towards the iPad as, as you were discussing, as you were, you know, speaking. I agree there. It gives you even more, obviously more real estate than on the phones. You have a really good, large representation of how things are laid out. And let's not forget, we have iOS 12.1 that came out today, offering new shortcuts features for weather and other things. So it's really exciting. And so the opportunities that we have for ios are growing more and more each honestly each uh, time they put out an update so group facetime calls all of that is getting better and better and we're getting more and more features so all right with all of that being said allison where can people find you online 
people can find me contributing content to iAccessibility. I'm also involved in a bunch of other projects. So the best way to follow what's happening with me is to follow me on Twitter at hot4technology. That's hot, the number four, and technology. And you can send me an email at allison, that's A-L-L-I-S-O-N, at iAccessibility.net. Okay. Jason, how can people get a hold of you? People can find me producing content and wanting Apple technology that I'm not able to buy yet <laughs> for uh, iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Twitter at JDE, that's Julia Delta Echo 91. And you can also find me on Facebook, just search for Jason Earls. Okay, Aliyah, how about you? People can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A, at iAccessibility.net, and you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199. And I'll even be so nice if you mention me on Twitter or send me an email to give you my PayPal address so you can, you know, send <laughs> me funds for those new Apple thingies. That's a great idea. I think, I think we'll all do that, yeah. yeah. Start a GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFund my Apple addiction. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you could find me, Michael, producing content for iAccessibility. You could find me on Twitter. Just search for Mike Doeys. I'm on Facebook as Michael Doeys. You can email me at MikeDoeys at iAccessibility.net. That is M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. I'm all over the web and on Tumblr and on uh uh, my webpage at michaeldoeys.com. So check me out. All right. If you want to find iAccessibility, you can at iAccessibility.net. We are iAccessibility1 on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Just search for iAccessibility. We have our iAccessibility iOS app. And you can send us feedback by emailing feedback at iAccessibility.net. We are all over the web as well. So just do a Google search and find us all over the place. And uh, you know, there's a little PayPal button or on our main page, so send us a donation to help these guys get new Apple tech. We also we also have our uh, Patreon page at patreon.com slash IACast, where you could contribute and get all of our uh, outtake episodes. So we'll be having other ways, more accessible ways to get that content, but that is one of them currently, so check that out. So with all that being said, that is this episode of the IACast special and we will see you at the end of the week for first impressions and you know once we hear more of what people say about these things and all of that on a new recording of the IACast so thank you guys and we'll see you next time bye everyone bye guys bye, bye. everyone Copyright 2018, iAccessibility, LLC.